What's up, everybody? We're not doing the normal intro, as this is a very, very, very different podcast. How's everybody doing? What's up? What is up? How's everybody doing? Looks like we got some new, some new subscribers over the last few days. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I see it, see it trickling in. So, how is everybody? Happy uh, Thursday. It's uh, the beginning of my week, um, and it's the last day of my weekend. For most people, tomorrow's the first day of their weekend, but no, not for me. What's up, Warlord? How you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah, so we're doing a little bit of a different approach. I talked to you guys uh, about how you, how you would feel if I did some content every once in a while that's not has nothing to do with video games or gaming or MMOs or anything like that. And that's what uh, that's what this this is the first uh, podcasty type episode. I will have it up on Spotify. Here soon, um, I'm I'm just creating the RSS feed, and then I will have all the podcasty type streams, gaming or otherwise, up on Spotify. So if you want to listen as opposed to to watch it or on YouTube, you can. So that will be that's what I'm doing right now. Um, so I'm just letting people uh, people trickle in here a little bit. Uh, I have an entire document laid out of uh, key points I want to hit, but of course, uh, anything that you guys come up with, questions you have, ideas you have, I'm obviously going to respond to those uh, as well. So, yeah, how did <laughs> I like IRL topics? Good man, good, good. That's I think that matters. Uh, how did I get? to do this topic so happy wife happy life is bullshit how did i get to do this topic uh first well it's it's got a bit of a, a story behind it so i have a really really uh close friend who i've known since i was 12 years old and um he i mean has a fucking god awful life slash marriage um, another friend I know since I was about 15 also has a god-awful life, wife and marriage, <laughs> life, wife, whatever, pick one. Um, I myself had a pretty terrible marriage and, uh, you know, for the ten year, nine years I was married and it was, um, so I wanted to talk about this and I was actually, uh, talking over discord, um, typing over discord with my, my current girlfriend and. I was talking about, you know, happy wife, happy life is, is fucking bullshit. And it's, it's, it's a terrible, shitty mindset that's boys, especially little boys from the time we're really young up until our current, uh, you know, we're adults, uh, we're brainwashed with it. And so, um, and I'm, don't worry if there are any ladies out there, I'm going to, I'm going to hit on, on, uh, you guys too, cause you guys have been brainwashed as well, but, uh, it's. A brainwashing and a mental state that completely can fucking ruin your life, your your self worth, your confidence, um, your ability to to uh, do anything productive, to be a fucking man essentially, uh, or be a real fucking woman, right? But it's 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 pretty it's pretty bad, uh, and we're gonna get into it. It's just indoctrination, um, uh, some some pretty big bullshit. And I've watched. I, I saw. I had this mentality myself because you know it was what I was taught, is what I was brainwashed with. And I had it myself for a long time, um, and it, it, it definitely caused some, some damage uh, in my life. And I can actively see my best friend's life being completely 
he's he's barely even a fucking oh there's a little fuzzy on the mic here excuse me there's barely even he's barely even a shadow of his former self so i was talking to my girlfriend on it on discord and she said you should talk about this because there's a lot of dudes that probably need to to talk about it and hear about it and i said yeah i agree so that was going to be the first topic that i uh that i decided to do so um before i start uh, anybody who is currently watching feel free to chime in if you feel or if you've personally experienced yourself being in a mindset of happy wife happy life um or know somebody close to you whether they be family or friends that have that mentality um I'm interested to know, and and let's define what happy wife, happy life means. Uh, very, very in a in a nutshell, it means your own happiness, your own interests, your own thoughts, feelings, whatever. Um, as a as a man, are are completely invalid and don't fucking matter uh, when you're in a relationship, whether that be you're married or not. Um, but if you're in a romantic relationship. You, you're a, you're a pleaser. You're out to to make sure that everyone everyone, especially the partner, is happy at all times. And if they're not, it's a world fucking ending uh, kind of experience for you. So that's basically what it is. So I'm I'm curious how many people in chat ha have experienced this. Um, I haven't personally experienced it, but I hear a lot of it. Guys sacrificing everything to keep a woman happy. Thanks, Jose Sanchez. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, and it's exactly what i'm seeing with my best friend right now and i'm not going to say his name i'm not going to put him out you know, throw him under the bus like that uh he definitely gets thrown under the bus enough by his wife and kids so uh he doesn't need that any help from me but um i will give you guys uh, I, I know it's you ashura uh i will give you guys a brief a brief uh happening what's going on so my friend was uh this was about so in uh july august of last year uh, my friend called me out of nowhere. I was still single at the time. My friend called me and he said, hey, um, he had just actually gotten back. Uh, uh, he had just gotten back from his, uh, uh, his anniversary with his wife. They went on a camping trip. And when he got back, he, he messaged me out of nowhere and was like, hey, can I come live with you? I was like, what? And he said, yeah, uh, my wife's kicking me out and I have to be out in two weeks. And I was like, what the, f what the fuck? Yeah, sure, dude. Yeah, you can. I mean, I have a, at the time I had like a one bedroom, you know, apartment. And I was like, sure, you can come. You can come uh, sleep on my couch. And yeah, dude, don't worry about like paying me anything. As long as you need to stay, you're good. And uh, he said, okay, thanks. I'll, I'll let you know. And then like two hours later he texts me again he goes uh change of plans i need to come like now she's kicking me out like right now and i was like okay what the fuck happened and she didn't really give him a reason she's just like yeah this relationship kind of ain't working and kicks him out um and he ended up staying with me for she said they wanted she wanted to be separated for for two months and uh they ended up only being separated for three weeks because she couldn't handle their kids on on her own, and so she she needed a babysitter back. So she told him to move back in. Um, anyway, since then, uh, it's been a pretty big uh, disaster where he is just conceding, conceding. So there's a big difference between compromise and concessions, right? Relationships, romantic or otherwise, there's small compromises. So you know, so it's fair. 
so that you guys both are putting in equal effort as much as possible. Seems like she wanted to have fun. Uh, I mean, possibly, but uh, it did, didn't turn out to be fun. Uh, but concessions are never okay. You should never concede anything to anyone, a partner or, or otherwise. Like, it's, they're just not healthy. They're bad. If there's something you want to do, you shouldn't concede it. Uh, for those of you who don't know the difference between a concession and a compromise, compromise is you're both giving up something to meet in the middle, so it's fair. Uh, a concession is one person's giving up everything, and it's very one-sided, right? Um, and since then, she's quit her job and just sits at home and smokes weed and, and still demands all this shit of him, and somehow has him convinced this is a good idea, because I'm going to go into the brainwashing now. Because this is this leads right into it. So growing up as a little boy, you guys, I'm sure you guys have uh, all heard. Yeah, compromising completely different from sacrifice, which is why I'm uh, what happy wife, happy life is. 100. percent Yeah. So when we're, I'm sure as for all the guys watching this, uh, feel free to chime in if this sounds like a familiar part of your childhood, where you know, um, girls are sugar and spice and everything nice. And, you know, boys are, I mean, I still remember, this is back, I grew up, I'm old as fuck, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, and I still remember girls coming to school wearing shirts, t-shirts, this is back in the early 90s, t-shirts in elementary and school and middle school that said, boys are stupid, throw rocks at them. And no one noticed anything, no one thought anything of it, very, very misandric, no one really cared. I mean, I get, it was, I get it's just like a lighthearted joke, but at the same time, like, um, the boys are brainwashed, especially if you're a boy that grew up in a single mother home or you had a dad that was absent or a dad that was always at work, never really around, or a dad who uh, was a huge pussy-whipped bitch himself. Um, you, you kind of become dependent on the approval as a child of your mom because she's the one that's around the most, right? And she's a girl, so you kind of slowly over time get ingrained with this mentality like you can never ever displease mom especially because you see mom like you know if your dad is a huge pussy you see mom tearing down dad in front of you and you think oh shit you know he's getting what he deserves he got reprimanded or whatever because you don't see your dad stand up for himself uh my dad was very, very, um, he was a very busy man. He was a doctor, so I did, he wasn't around a lot. He was a very kind man. And I would say my dad, for the most part, he definitely had some pussy whipped moments. Or I'm like, I look back, I didn't recognize at the time, but I look back now and I'm like, come on, man. But um, he was, he, did, he didn't put up with shit, uh, but he was just not around a lot. He was busy working a lot of the time, and I didn't see him a whole lot growing up. Uh, so... It's, you kind of get this instilled in you as a boy that you, you view, this is the brainwashing, you know, you're kind of being conditioned to become a walking ATM machine and a plow horse and that your own happiness and interests don't matter, you know, and you start to kind of view all, all girls as these perfect angels that don't shit or fart or anything, you know, right, as you're, as you're growing up, which is total, total bullshit. Uh, and then on the flip side, the reason why we see so much fucking entitlement in this day and age from from women is because it, when they're little girls they're being brainwashed you know the same thing that sugar and spice and everything nice and boys are stupid and that they're they're taught how to manipulate with their sexuality once it starts coming uh and they start to they pretty much think the entitlement is ingrained into them again by their moms or even worse 
if they have a pussy ass dad too, or a no dad, and the dad, if the dad is around, he's saying, "Oh, you're a perfect little princess, you know. Or nothing's n- nothing's good enough for my little girl. Gives her whatever she wants, you know. Buys her cars and for her sixteenth birthday, like expensive shit. Makes sure she always has everything she ever wants and doesn't have to work for it. And then that builds up a sense of entitlement, you know, and that her shit doesn't stink. And this translates over to when she's an adult, and then. You get the awful combination of the two when both are adults and are trying to mate, right? They're trying to be together. And you have this guy who's a low testosterone little pussy bitch who, you know, quite frankly, is out to please everyone, his own happiness, his own desires, his own goals be damned. And a woman who's expecting that. And let's be frank, she's not a woman. She's a little girl at this point because she hasn't mentally grown up from when she was a spoiled little teenager that got everything she wanted. You know, um, which it kind of funny, this is a side note, it's kind of funny that the less attractive girls generally tend to actually develop personalities more often than the really attractive ones because they're not treated that way by a lot of people like their shit doesn't stink. But I digress. That's not what we're talking about here. So any comments so far on uh, on what you guys what you guys think so far, please feel free to chime in and I'll, I'll make sure you get credit for, for what you say. But uh one thing and and a reason why this brainwashing works so well i'm sad to say i used to be like that i understand warlord yeah it's um i used to be like that too man i was like that for nine years in my marriage i didn't know any better right and it's still programming is hard to break even now that i'm recognizing i'm in a relationship again sometimes i catch my catch myself in my head wanting to act the same way because uh, it's really hard, man. It's straight up brainwashing because the reason why this brainwashing and programming works so well is because on a biological level, men have um, an instinct to fix things. And we do that all the time. We fix shit. We don't want problems. So when a problem shows up, we fix it so it's not a problem anymore. Um, and we have an instinct to provide and protect the people that we love, right? Provide for and protect the people we love, whether that be our friends, family, but especially like a partner, uh, you know, a spouse or children. We, our own children, other children can get fucked. <laughs> but uh, we have this desire to to ride and protect. And that's what turns us into these pleasers that, oh my God, the world's ending. If, 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 if my partner is, you know, having a bad day or I've got to fix it and I got to fix it. What we aren't told is, as children, which would have been really, really helpful. Both boys and girls need to need to hear this when they're really young. Is everyone, every human being on this fucking planet, okay, is responsible for their own happiness. You can change how happy you are. You can do things that make you happy. You can't do anything to make anyone else happy. You can do things that temporarily satisfy other people, but you can't make other people happy you just can't it's impossible and nothing will drive you insane faster than trying to change things that you can't and i hate to break it to you but over 80 percent of the shit in this life you can't change literally the only thing you can change is yourself and your circumstances right you, you don't have the power to change anything else that was never taught to me as a boy growing up. Uh, it definitely wasn't taught to the vast majority of women I dated. Uh, 
growing uh you know going on a lot of these issues are a result of pushing uh this is romagus's comment a lot of uh, these issues are are a res result of pushing the concept of non-gendered roles uh women want men to be men and men are told to act like women for fear of coming across as chauvinist very interesting very interesting comment i'm going i actually have something similar to that romagus uh written down um because that falls into the category of um we can again going to talking about things we can or cannot change one thing we can't change and we can't fight against and for some reason our current society has a fucking hair up its ass about wanting to do this it's so determined to do this you know human the human race be damned it's going to be destroyed if it, it keeps following is to fight against our biological instincts because at the end of the day we're still animals and we're still you know mammals and we have instincts um, I hate to break it to you, but evolution's a, a fantastic thing, but it takes a lot longer than a hundred years or seventy years of whatever social movement to evolve a human being into ascending beyond their biology, their biological instincts. Right? Sure, we have technology, we have computers and phones, and we have you know all these fucking gadgets that twenty years ago would seem like space age Star Trek shit, and they're everyday normal things for us now but yet our base instincts that we had when we were uh cavemen still exist and they still drive a lot of what we do uh it's not easy and at this point in time unless we come up with some technologies you can't change it you can't change biological instinct it's just there now can you work on it and ignore it and not act on things yes you can train yourself out of not acting on certain things certain behaviors but it, it's not going away, right? Everyone actively has to fight against it. Um, so going back to my friend who, like I can see he's just a, a sad, pathetic shell of what he was when I knew him growing up. Um, you know, his, his bitch of a wife constantly making demands. And it's, it's not just her, it's Parsha and him. He takes that shit and he, he eats that shit sandwich and asks for another bite. Uh, and to the point now, he's, he's a severe alcoholic. He drinks, um, you know, five to five plus beers a day and then hard liquor on the weekends when he's not working just to take numb himself from the bullshit of, uh, that he puts up with every day from her. But again, he won't, he, he, he says he's going to say and do something about it, but he, he's not gonna, he's. He's too brainwashed. He's too far gone at this point. I mean, I hope he figures it out, but yeah, he, he probably isn't um, because he still hasn't accepted that one big thing, right? We as men can't get in the mindset to fix a miserable bitch. Uh, if someone's going to be miserable, I don't want to be around them. I mean, I spent nine years of a marriage around someone that was miserable 90% of the time. And it was, it, over time, it, it eats away at your fucking soul, guys. It eats away at your soul. It makes you depressed. I started drinking a lot, too, during that time period, just so I wouldn't have to think about it. Um, but how do you fix it, right? Because we can't fix some miserable bitch. You can't make someone who's miserable uh, not miserable anymore. You can't do that. There's nothing you can do or say that will change how they feel or, their, or their, even their behavior. What you need to change is yourself. So that's another, that's the next point of focus is you need to focus on yourself. You need to go, okay, I need to get 
healthier, right? I need to drink less. I need to smoke less or quit altogether. I need to not do drugs, right? I need to get my mind clear. I need to know, have something I'm passionate about to chase, to follow. And then I need to have, you know, leisure time. Uh, because all of this kowtowing to a controlling spouse is learned behavior. It's behavior that we learned as, as children and it follows us into adulthood. And so we have to unlearn it. And I know for me, even now, like when you get a sense that your partner is is unhappy, whether it's with you or something completely nothing to do with you, anxiety sets in, right? And you're, you feel this instinct, I need to fix it. The waters aren't stable. I need to fix it. When in reality, what you need to do is just let it sit. You need to go, okay, she's upset. Fuck it. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I'm going to go have fun, right? And do what I want to do. And if she's going to throw a tantrum, she can leave and then come back when she wants to be nice and sweet to me, right? Now, if, you, if what you said, if what you did pissed her off and you hurt her feelings about something, um, if she explains her side, hey, you did this and it kind of hurt my feelings or whatever, uh, you know, and if you feel like, okay, yeah, I can see your angle, you can apologize, then move forward. But if you apologize and then she keeps bringing it back, keep, keeps bringing it back, bringing it back, she clearly hasn't let it go. And then that's when you say, hey, you need to fuck off because we already talked about this. We resolved this and you stand up for yourself and just say, I'm not dealing with this. We already resolved this. I apologize. You accepted. And if you can't move on like an adult and you're going to keep bringing this up passive aggressively for the next 20 years, then I don't want to be with you. That it may sound harsh, but that's how straightforward as dudes we we need to get because otherwise you're just teaching them that it's okay to treat you that way. And it's much, much, much harder later on to get out of it if you've taught your spouse for 15, 20 years that it's okay to treat you that way. Because then if you, hold on, Harazi's licking my feet. Uh, because then if you, you know, try to do it, retrain them that much later into a relationship, it's not going to stick. And people need to understand that. That this is something you need to do from the get-go. The second you meet anybody, regardless of whether it's a romantic or platonic um, relationship, you're teaching them how you want to be treated, what you're okay with, what your boundaries are. What are your boundaries, guys? What are your boundaries and your values? And, they, and, it, and you can't make them, expect them to guess what your boundaries and values are. You need to be upfront and tell them. And then when they cross your boundary, you say, hey, you crossed my boundary that's not okay, they should then apologize to you and not do it again. Now, if they don't apologize or they keep doing it over and over and over on the same boundary, just pushing past it because they don't care, that person shouldn't be in your life. It's that simple. That fucking plain and simple. Because like going into now, this is my next point, what Romagus's comment was, women don't want weak bitches for partners that are constantly groveling that makes them even more upset to see how weak you are and how you fold over because as a protector how can you protect her and your kids if you just fold like a wet paper fucking towel every single time she says anything to you and you know tries tries to you know isn't getting her way or whatever and wants you to just do it um any guy and, and you don't have to answer this in chat because i know it might be an embarrassing answer but I want any guy in chat listening to ask yourself this question. Have I ever did things for my spouse or partner just to make them happy? Like, so I was trying to make them happy. 
you know, just to keep them satisfied. Have I ever sacrificed something of mine and part of me just to make them happy? If the answer is yes, then ask yourself, did it actually make them happy? 100% of the time, I guarantee the answer is no, it did not. Women don't like weak soy boy bitches. They just don't. Women already have a pussy. They don't need, they don't need another one. All right? You got to be a dude. You got to be a man. Right, you gotta stand up for yourself and show that you can protect, but at the same time, you know, you, you can't you can't just fold because that's a learned behavior. You have to you have to, you know, train it out of yourself. Uh, because if you keep if you keep just doing whatever she wants to try to keep the peace, right? To not rock the boat, so to speak, neither one of you is gonna be happy. Because like I said at the beginning, you can't make somebody happy other than yourself. You just can't. It is impossible. 100% impossible. Uh, and it, if, you, if you're stuck in this situation, if you're currently a person that's in this situation now, um, you can't be afraid. And I know, it's, I know it's scary as fuck, but you can't be afraid to leave that relationship if she is either unable or unwilling to adapt and just wants to control you. Uh, you can't have a scarcity mindset as a dude where you're like, I know so many dudes that, well, if I, you know, if I get a divorce, I'm a failure. Or if I, if I, you know, I'll be alone forever. If you are alone forever, who gives a fuck, right? But if you're not, but you can't just assume you're going to be alone forever. There's so many people on this planet. All right, let's, let's catch up to some chat here. Wardo says, I can understand why they don't want weak men. Of course. Why would you want somebody fucking weak taking care of you? Um, only exception, uh, Romaga says, only exception to someone continually bringing up something I could see is if you apologize, but you keep doing the behavior. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, if you apologize and then do it again, that's like crossing a boundary over and over, right? But you're the, you're the person doing it. Essentially, you're agreeing uh, to changing but not following through. Yeah, you got to follow through with what you say. You've got to be, especially as dudes, guys, um, we've got to be consistent. That goes both ways. It absolutely does go both ways, Romagus. I 100% agree with you. Uh, you've, but generally, this is a fact. Anybody, you know, who is so far left they're up their own ass and don't even know how to define the word woman uh this i guess won't apply to you but um women in general this is bio this is biological fact are more emotional than men they they're more affected by their emotions than men they don't feel the emotion more it per se because dudes feel emotions really really deeply we just react differently. Why? Very simple. Because women have very, very high estrogen, low testosterone, and men have very high testosterone and low estrogen. That's why. Estrogen has a very, very potent effect on how emotions are felt and perceived, which is why uh, for a lot of women, um, they've, uh, you know, their their reality is based on how they feel right now instead of logic and reason. And I'm not shitting on women for that. That's just biology. That's just how they are. And guys were very, very logical and stoic. I mean, even in this age of fucking pansies and soy boys, uh, a high testosterone woman is still going to have 100 to 200 uh, milligrams per liter uh, less testosterone than a fucking low T soy boy. So still, 
dude's going to have way more, right? So going back to what I was talking about earlier, um, a, a dude, as dudes, we need, and as little boys, we need to stop being told, you know, that, women, that girls' shit doesn't stink and that their approval is what we want. Um, respect is earned. It's not inherited or given automatically to anyone, regardless of what gender, race, religion you are. Uh, respect has to be earned. Anything outside of just basic human decency needs to be earned, right? Uh, and I think women need to be taught, um, little girls need to be taught emotion, emotional regulation, how to regulate their emotions and sift through them in their mind before they act on them, right? Uh, because obviously, like, you can't make women less emotional. This, that's impossible. That's just biology that they're more emotional, and that's okay. But they need to learn. Their mothers should be teaching them emotional regulation. Their mothers and fathers should be teaching them emotional regulation. And mothers and fathers need to be teaching boys, uh, yeah, not to be a little bitch and try to be a people pleaser, right? And then both uh, men and uh, little boys and little girls need to be taught that you're you're responsible for your own happiness, that no one else is, uh, and you're not responsible for anyone else's. You're also responsible for your own sadness. And you, you hear this you hear this a lot of the time is when you ask people, what what do you want? Like what do you want out of life? And a lot of people will give this prepackaged answer, myself included when I was young. Uh, I just want to be happy, right? And I'm about to drop a fucking atom bomb on you guys right here, but that's a stupid answer, and I'm going to tell you why. Happiness is an emotion, and just like anger, hate, um, sadness, mourning, grief, uh, laughter, like, you know, like uh, laughter, all these things, they're emotions, right? But they're all, every single one of them is temporary. Every single emotion is temporary. They're not permanent things. So when you say what I want to be is happy, you're setting yourself chasing a moving target. Something that when you get it, it, only, it will always only be temporary. Instead, what we as human beings should aim for is being content. Content can last forever. If you become, you know, you meditate and you... You, you're, you, you understand you're responsible for your own emotions and your own feelings and you're not responsible for anybody else's and no one else is responsible for yours. If you're able to get to that point, which is, I'm going to admit, it's a very, very hard place to get to. You have to unlearn a lot of brainwashing to get there. But if you get contentment, you can still be content and have moments of happiness, moments of sadness, grief, loss. You know, you can have all those things and still be content. Chasing happiness is a fool's errand. Um, I'm um, go to the comment here. Uh, Romagus says, I remember when I finally analyzed the wanting to be happy life goal. Life isn't about happiness. Happiness is just an aspect of life oftentimes only felt truly when contrasting tragedy and sadness. Correct. You can't, that's another good point. You can't be happy when the world is full of tragedy and sadness, right? If what you're aiming for is happy, it's impossible to get because it's a moving target. Shit's going to happen in your life that makes you sad, that makes you upset that makes you feel vulnerable, that makes you feel like you're lost, you know, that makes you grieve. There's going to be pain. There's lots of pain. And happiness can only exist if you understand those negative feelings too and experience them, which is why chasing happiness is a, is a fool's errand. Chase contentment with what you have and what you've accomplished 
chase goals and enjoy the happiness when it's there, bask in it, and let yourself feel the sadness and pain when it's there because it's temporary, you're going to get through it, right? Um, and let's, now let's roll back a little bit into the scenario that I've seen because a, a, lot, of, a lot of issues with, with couples these de- in this day and age you know, why the divorce rate is over 50%. In some states, it's over 80%. Why the, um, you know, women file for 75 to 80% of all divorces. Again, they're not taught well as young, and there's a lot of trauma they got when they were young that carried over and they never dealt with, which is why I'm of the opinion every human being should get should have a really good, and these are hard to find too, but should have a really good therapist. But... um Healthy women, like mentally there, women, healthy women don't want doormats for spouses or partners. They don't want someone to walk all over. Neither do healthy men. Healthy men don't want a chick who's a fucking doormat, you know? And um, also, uh, if you're healthy, you'll understand that no thing that you can't control should be the center of your universe. I'll get more to that after read the next comment. Actually, you can be happy when everything is easy. You start to turn slight inconveniences into tragedies. The pain and sadness is necessary for or, uh, orienting yourself in the world. I agree. So, um, never, never make something that can change that you don't have control over the center of your universe, which is why your partner or your spouse should never be the center of your universe. It's why a friend should never be the center of your universe. Uh, it's why anything that you can't control should not be the center of your universe. What can you control? Yourself. You should be the center of your universe and then keep the things you care about really close. That doesn't mean the things that aren't you aren't a priority, but you should never place things you can't change over yourself. Your own happiness is the most important because let's be honest, if you're happy and you're enjoying your life and you're chasing your dreams and your goals or whatever or doing what makes you happy, other people want to be around you. And to happen and, and if your partner, you know, if she's really happy, uh he or she is really happy and is doing those things, you're going to be one around them and you guys will complement each other and you'll become a team, right? being very supportive and very uh, pushing each other a little further, you know, without judgment, but not trying to control or change the other person. That's key because you, you can't have something that you have no control over in the center of your universe. And unfortunately, dudes, little boys are taught that's what you're supposed to do, right? That your wife or spouse is a fucking infallible queen. She should be the center of your universe. You know, she steps on your back and you just do everything you can to please her. You write her blank checks. You do whatever. And you're a fucking simp. You're a little bitch. I don't care if she's still sleeping with you once every three months. You're still a fucking simp if you're doing that. Let me go on to the next comment. Uh, divorce rate is also pressured into women into poor households by government workers by enticing them it's more profitable to be divorced. And it's true, they are. The, the, the divorce laws in the states are absolutely atrocious and biased towards men. This is an undisputable fact. You, all the data's there, you can look it up. Uh, I notice these days most people can't stand being alone. Yeah, if you can't stand being alone, Warlord, uh, that usually means you don't like the company you're in, which is yourself. Uh, but... Human beings, and I'm going to say this right now, right? Human beings are social animals. There are very few of us 
that can be 100% content um, being 100% alone for any forever. We we want to pair bond as a species. We want to be part of social circles. That's just it's the healthiest way to be. But it, that's really hard to navigate with the shit show of people that are on this planet, you know. And especially after what the dating apps have done to people's mentality, you know. And chicks have a buffet of cock, but. It's all, they're all chasing the top 10% of chads on, on the dating apps. In fact, they found a, a recent study came out where they found that over 50, I think it was 50 or 60%, some obscure number of, of women on Tinder. This is just Tinder. I don't know about the other apps. But on Tinder are married. And they're just looking for validation. They have no intention of meeting you or they have intention of meeting you and cheating. But that, that's beside the point. And I think something else, Romaga, since you brought up the... Um, we both were talking about the divorce rate. I'm going to go back to something early childhood, something that I think is one of the sharpest tools in this in the shed for globalists and for the fuck faces on top that run everything uh, to brainwash little boys and little girls, and that's Disney. Love as it exists in a Disney movie isn't real let me say it again okay so very clearly romantic love the type of romantic love that exists in disney movies is not real it doesn't exist on this world it never has it never will that type of happily ever after butterflies and rainbows all the fucking time two people perfect in every way for each other it doesn't exist never existed and it's what aids girls in uh developing a spoiled princess mentality and boys of being, you know, the self-sacrificing to his own death fucking prince knight, white knight in shining armor. Let me go on to some more comments here. Um, uh, Shura, if there's one thing you truly love, I don't see making them a piece. If, there, if there's one that you truly love, I don't see making them a piece of your certain of the universe uh, a problem to a certain extent. A piece of your universe, absolutely, but the center of your universe is what I'm talking about uh oh center making a piece of it yeah they can still be right there next to you in the center but something my girlfriend and i discussed recently is i was like yeah if if we didn't work out that would suck that would be really bad and i'd we, i'd feel the pain and loss from her because she's 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 fantastic she's awesome but i know i would be okay if i was by myself again and i know she'd be okay if she's by herself again too right uh what a lot of relationships create is codependency. If you're co being codependent is one of the unhealthiest things you can do, regardless of what the codependency is, right? It's, it's so unhealthy, and it's why so many relationships go bad. And this Disney programming of being codependent and also this fantasy romantic love uh, that they set up is I think why a lot of women eventually are the initiators of divorce on top of it, you know, being very financially a very incentivized by the government to, to divorce, especially if their husband are, is rich. But um, is the fact that, oh, I don't suddenly feel these, you know, we've been married for 10, 15, 20 years or whatever. I don't suddenly feel these butterflies and all this, you know, romantic fucking Disney kind of love anymore. Uh, you know, it feels comfortable and nice, but it's, it's, we must not be in love. We must not be meant to be. My soulmate is out there, right? And they bail. Because uh, a, lo a lot of people treat marriages and uh, serious relationships like fucking napkins, you know? They just throw them away. Eh, this ain't good. And I think the um, 
the dating app epidemic is, is partially to blame for this. But going back to being the, being the center of your own universe, being the hero in your own story, not a hero to somebody else, a hero to yourself. Don't be a slave. Don't be a doormat. And don't make things that are fallible and, changeable, and unchangeable by you the center of your universe. Don't waste your life uh, trying to make an unhappy person happy. It's impossible. You can't do it. Don't take shit. Um, I've seen so much disrespect, too. And, the, and again, it's partly the dude's fault because they take it, right? And this happened to me personally in my marriage where my wife would disrespect me and compare me to other husbands or whatever right in front of me, in front of my family, in front of my friends. They, and I just, I just took that shit like a bitch because I was trained to. I was trained to that that's okay, that my own feelings and my own perspective and my own life were, were unimportant, you know? Women and children first. We're all, all those dudes are sitting on the Titanic, you know, listening to the band rock out as we fucking freeze to death and drown thinking that we're doing something noble. And uh, I think this ties back into to consumerism, right? I love that saying. Yeah, be your own hero, man. Uh, so it's... Uh, it's... Uh, it's the consumerism. If you look at this statistically, and this is just the United States and Western countries. I don't know how this applies to other parts of the world, but... Uh, women account for 70% of all the consumers for all of the spending for consumer products and uh, but they don't account for that much money right so what I mean is like it's not like women make 70% of the money so they're, they're spending 70% no they found that dudes either don't have money or they save it and or the, the money the women are spending is their husband's money or their boyfriend's money and not their own but they still spend the most money why do you think tv ads are the way they are why do you think most most advertisements on every single medium whether it be social media tv movies um is is targeting women it targets women because they spend the money so of course they're gonna the same establishments you're gonna try to teach little boys that they're just walking atm machines right because they want the money they know that the it's so much easier to market to women so they know that they're not going to um, they're not going to get that if that boy gets you know grows up when he's a man and gets a really good high paying job becomes like a surgeon or you know a, a mechanical engineer or a chemical engineer that they're not going to get him to buy beauty products why the fuck would he do that no they teach him when he's a young boy and instill in him that he's a, a utility and then you know some gold digging bitch is going to marry him and then she's going to buy all that shit it, it's a whole fucking system man it's the globalists and it, it, it's pretty toxic. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And this shit wouldn't work, though, if fathers and mothers would teach their kids properly, you know, emotional regulation and self-respect <laughs> and self-worth outside of how much money you make or, and shit like that. And, uh, and dudes just stood up for themselves, right? And, of course, if the, all the fucking, you know, feminist-inspired... Uh, Divorce laws were changed, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, yeah. Um, happy wife, happy life. This, the statement itself, 
screams your happiness and who you are as a man doesn't matter. It's unimportant. Your fodder, your cannon fodder on the front lines get, get blown away, right? That is the crux of why feminism infected gaming. Uh, publicly traded companies were ch uh, chomping at the bit to uh, buttress their earnings through huge untapped market. They also figured men wouldn't leave. Oh, exactly. And that's why, but you know, we're seeing it in real time, Romagus, that get woke, go broke is definitely true because they're marketing to people that don't play their games, that don't watch their films, that don't, that regardless of what's in them, they're not going to watch them anyway. They're just not interested. They're only interested in whining and acting like little bitches on social media. But now that, you know, Elon Musk has control. I think we're going to see things balance out a little bit, at least on social media, because there's not just one side screaming at the top of their lungs, right? I mean, me personally, as a libertarian, I, I hate the extremes of both sides, and I just love watching them tear each other apart. But it's, it's going to be more balanced this way because the left has had a monopoly on, on social media for far too long. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, especially as more women enter the arena, they weren't wrong, but it's why things are the way they are today. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I don't even blame a lot of these e-thoughts and whores on the internet because if, simp if simps didn't exist, they wouldn't. They wouldn't exist. If simps weren't just throwing money at them, you know, if simps stopped going into e-thought girl streams and dumping large amounts of money just to be have their name typed out or written on a whiteboard instead and spent that time on hanging out with their friends or pursuing a goal. They don't even have to make tons of money, but doing something they love, going to the gym, getting in shape, eating better. They'd be so much happier. And then this, you know, it's just like the old saying, prostitution wouldn't exist, wouldn't exist if there were no men. You know what I mean? So like, uh, we need to, I mean, you, can you really blame these chicks trying to make an easy buck from just being a whore on the internet? I mean, granted, a lot of these these chicks don't, don't realize that what they're doing has future consequences and that the internet never forgets, right? The internet will never forget. Even if they, so if they, you know, stop doing OnlyFans or, you know, amateur porn on the internet and then all of a sudden they want to go out and find like a respectable dude that's a husband, yeah, good luck. That ain't happening. Any dude that has any kind of self-respect is not going to wife up a, a whore on the internet. Uh, anyway. Pretty much the mentality, uh, Romega says, pretty much the mentality behind clubs offering free admission to women, women just being there is an asset in and of itself. It, look at Twitch. Exactly. Yeah. So we just said, yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, Twitch, when it was Justin TV and not Twitch, uh, almost all dudes on there. I mean, even right now, with how many chicks are streaming, is a sausage fest. And they're making money hand over fist on it. And, and even... You know, my girlfriend and I discussed this, and even she's like, yeah, it's disgusting that, like, there's chicks on there that, like, they're, it's sad that there are dudes that are dumping this much money out there. And it's, um, it's, it's even more, you know, like, how, how can they have any respect, like, and then there's, you know, because there are legitimate chicks that are really good at video games that stream. But they don't really get near as much recognition because they're not sitting there with a low-cut fucking tank top on, you know, showing having their cleavage hanging out. They're not doing any of those things. They just want to play games like the dudes do, and they don't get, you know, near as many followers and all that stuff and near as many subs. I mean, they still have it easier than a fucking standard straight dude on, 
on Twitch does anyway, because just because they're a chick. But still, it's a lot harder for them to get affiliated and partnered than these, you know, ethots sitting in hot tubs and doing dance dance revolution that they torrented. They didn't even pay for the fucking game. They don't care about video games. They're just doing it for easy money. And who can blame them? There's a lot of fucking simps out there. And you know what? If you if if a dude is a simp, if a dude grows up to be a simp, I blame it. I blame that dude's parents. They didn't teach him right. They didn't tell him the right things. Instead, he was instilled with Disney fantasies, happy wife, happy life, and, you know, no self-respect, poor diet growing up probably too. His parents probably fed him fucking McDonald's every other day. And it's, it's his parents' fault, but you know what? Even when you find out whose fault it is and you're, you can find where the blame lies, the majority of the blame, where the majority of your brainwashing came from, that's not an excuse to just say, well, I'm brainwashed. I guess this is just my life now. You got to break free, brothers. You got to get out. You got to change yourself because that's the only thing you can possibly affect. You can't change anybody else. And if you decide to date and you decide to be with a woman, you know, you got to vet, vet your ass off. You have to look for red flags. You have to look, you know, can she regulate her emotions? Does she, is she nice to you? Is she always asking you for money? You know, is she trying to get shit from you? Is she over-the-top emotional and freaks out at you, right? Does she treat you like garb? All these things, and you can't. You have to set your boundaries and not tolerate it and be prepared to walk away at any moment. Um, Romagus says, There was this one chick who started out just playing indie music. She wasn't bad, to be honest, but her growth wasn't amazing. She then thotted it up and blew up. It was weird contrasting her then and now. Yeah, she gave in to the temptation, man. Um, this is another funny story, uh, actually. Back before, this was like a, a year or two ago. Oh, more than a year now, shit. Like two years ago. Uh, one of the girls I met on a dating site, um, she lived in another state, so I never actually met her in real life. But out of nowhere, one day she messaged me and was like, hey, so I'm thinking of starting an OnlyFans. What do you think? And I said, let me, let me be real with you. You'll make money because she's a good looking chick. I'm like, you're going to make money, but... What you told me you want in our earlier discussions will no longer be achievable if you do this. No dude, the type of dude you're looking for that you said you're looking for, she wanted a super traditional, you know, breadwinner, takes care of her. She wanted the, the dude that um, would go to work, you know, blue collar, nine to five, live in a small house out in Wyoming somewhere or something, but like, and have kids. That's what she wanted. I said, if that's what you want, any dude that's like that, that's a traditional, like, Christian dude, if he finds out you have an OnlyFans or had one, it's all over. Done. And she said she'd take the advice, but obviously I never heard from her again, and that was years ago. But the temptation, the point of story, Romagna says, yeah, you're right. The temptation is there, and it's, uh, it's free, easy money. It's really easy money if you're a good-looking chick, but uh, at what cost, right? That's what a lot of chicks don't think about. What's the cost? Everything, everything in this life costs something. 100% of the time, nothing is free. And for some of them, it's going to cost them what they really want in the future. Because again, money doesn't buy happiness either. It helps, but it, you could be rich and the loneliest, most miserable motherfucker on the planet. Just look at all these idiots in Hollywood, right? All these pedos in Hollywood that are fucking miserable and they're, they're rich as fuck. I mean, they've got fuck you money on levels that nobody... <laughs> Nobody can comprehend. Like people like us can't comprehend. So 
Yeah, um, I really just wanted to, we're wrapping up here, but I really just wanted to talk about this. And I'm interested in, in how you guys like discussing real life issues every once in a while. Because um, if it's if it's well received and it's what people want, and again, it's going up on Spotify along with my other podcasts, uh, uh, I, I want to do more of them. I want to do at least one more personal one like this at least once a month, right? Because we have the gaming ones in there. I'm talking about gaming and then ones where we're actually playing games. But I like talking about real issues too. Um, because we've... And the message got to get out there. And I talk a lot about Happy Wife, Happy Life in the book that I'm writing. Yes, I am writing a book, tooting my own horn here. It's not going to be a super long book. Probably 200 pages at the most. But it's uh, kind of a very blunt, to the point, no bullshit um, self-help book <laughs> that I'm writing. So when it's done, obviously it will be published under an alias, but I touch on all this shit that we're talked about today in it as well. Um, so I'm interested to see the interest level, uh, what people what people think, and, and, and what they want to do. But uh, yeah, thanks everybody um, so much for coming by. We kept the stream an hour. We kept, the, we kept it an hour. Uh, so any final thoughts from anybody? Um, in in chat for happy wife happy life uh there's help out there guys and it starts with you if you're in that situation and if you're not in that situation but you're planning to date uh you need to keep these things in mind because all of us every single person there are no exceptions everyone in this chat myself everyone on this planet has been brainwashed to some degree about multiple things and breaking that programming is really hard. Um, Max, it sounds good. You'll have to open yourself up to political discourse on your channel, though. I'm fine with it, but it's not going to go completely smooth. Oh, I know. I know people of different political persuasions are going to come in. And that's just how it is. Um, yeah, it, it will eventually, and I'll rein it in as much as I can. But yeah, uh, I'm not going to completely ban someone who brings up a political issue, for sure. Uh, Romagus, yeah. People want to make things political uh that's another thing is why why do people and maybe we can do a discussion on this someday is why people make their entire identity based around their political ideology again humans are social creatures and want to belong to a group even if they don't agree with what the group says they just want to fit in which is sad but anyway guys uh thanks so much again i will post in my discord and um uh, on my YouTube channel, the link to my Spotify. So all these podcasts, whether they're about gaming, obviously the ones where I'm actually playing a game won't be on Spotify, but all the one, all the discussion-based podcasty type streams will be on uh, my Spotify, so you guys can listen. Um, uh, you know, on the radio or on your phone or wherever you are. So. Thanks, everybody, much so much for coming by for the support. I really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, I will be back again very latest Thursday of next week, a week from now, for another podcast. I'm keeping my podcast-type streams on Thursday, and they're usually an hour to two hours, depending how long it takes for us to get through the content. But uh, on f uh, Tuesday, depending, I may be streaming another game. Maybe we'll continue our Elden Ring adventure. Maybe I'll give Red Dead Redemption 2 a try. I haven't played that yet. We'll see. Uh... But everyone, take care of yourselves. Um, thanks for the support. And as always, keep it real.